All right, folks, welcome back. This is MCU Edge, and it is episode 13. I'm your host, Jake Ellenbogen, and today we are going to be talking about She-Hulk, obviously, with that show right around the corner, uh, set to come out on the East Coast at 3 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow, um, which, of course, that means midnight for the West Coast. We're going to be getting into what's going on with She-Hulk. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Madam Web and what's going on with that. And we're also, in addition to that, going to be talking about David Tennant, who did play Kilgrave in the um, the Marvel Netflix series Jessica Jones for season one. We're going to talk about his comments on the fact that he uh, apparently is wanting to reprise his role as Kilgrave in the MCU, whether it would work, all of that jazz. And then uh, finally, uh, talking about Ewan McGregor's thoughts on joining the MCU. Um, Before we get into that, if you haven't already, I'm just going to remind you to to make sure to come over uh, to the page and hit that subscribe button right now on the page we have. Uh, 34 subscribers now 36 so if you could hit the subscribe button that would be great for the uh, the channel and for the uh, for the page so again appreciate you guys being here be sure to share this around if you think that anybody would be interested in it um so yeah let's talk about it and at any point by the way you guys can call in if you want to But let's start with She-Hulk, okay? There is a rumor. It is being reported. I I think it's more than a rumor. We'll just put it this way. But it's being reported that She-Hulk, the way it looks, is going to have post-credit scenes after every episode. I find this incredibly interesting. Um... The reason being, I've, why I find it so interesting, is that, you know, when you, you look at it, you know, this would be the first time, and it's not the first time that, a, a you know, a Disney Plus Marvel show has done this, right? It's not the first time they've done the post credit scene, but it'd be the first time they've done it this consistently. To have one after every single episode, now that, albeit, it's not, they're not going to be 51 minutes, you know. They're not going to be as long as Miss Marvel. Um, but, you know, they are going to be, you know, 30 minutes and then post credit scenes. So they haven't done anything like this. And the reason I'm so curious about this is typically post credit scenes are to, uh, you know, extend the story, you know, set up other things. And since it's going to be happening for each episode, that really gets me wondering. Obviously, there's a lot of rumored appearances and, uh, you know, there's a lot of rumored cameos. So I think this does add up if you are looking at when Daredevil could arrive, when maybe an emergence of Kingpin, maybe uh, the thing that has been rumored to show up. Um, We do know from the director initially of She-Hulk that they tried to get Spider-Man for a cameo. Uh, did not work as Spider-Man had other plans, according to Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. So I do like where they're going with this. 
in case you don't know, She-Hulk is a attorney who basically is going to fight on the side of the hero. Now, if you think about this, this pretty much, I guess, opens it up to a lot, right? A, a lot of different characters could show up in this show. Um, and the th- while the thing has been rumored, we already have Daredevil confirmed. We already have an official still of Daredevil in the yellow and red uh, you know, costume. So that's really interesting. Um, but I, I do find it, you know, really cool with the the post-credit scenes. I don't know how many there will be. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, but one thing I will point out. So one one thing I'll point out is that, you know, with She-Hulk is that there was a basically a exclusive opening scene and it is Tatiana Maslany's She-Hulk and it has Mark Ruffalo's Hulk and they're driving in the car and all of a sudden what looks to be the Sakar ship from, you know, Jeff Goldblum's world and, you know, Thor Ragnarok appears in front of them. So I'm very curious to see where this goes because that was what happened, essentially. That that was the the big thing. And I don't know if that's why uh, She-Hulk is going to become She-Hulk. It's why, you know, Jennifer Walters is going to have to get the blood, uh, you know, transfusion or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know if she's already Hulk in that scene. But I do find it really interesting because it looks like their car is about to take a huge tumble down, uh, you know, kind of Doctor Strange style, if you will. Now, I think that there's a lot of potential for this show. And there are a lot of people that are on the fence, just like they were about Miss Marvel. You know, and I understand the whole comedy, you know, the law comedy. But here's the thing. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes just gave it a 94%. It's up to 94%. Uh, rating 215 reviews 94 percent rating so this thing is starting to carry some steam and i'm excited for it to be honest with you i'm very excited we're on the eve of she-hulk coming out and uh you know with all the different cameos that they could have they really can do a lot with this the world building is going to be i think really important here uh, because you're really allowed to start building up that street level uh, that Kevin and I have talked about. But speak of the devil, Kevin has appeared. A wild Kevin has appeared. How's it going, Kevin? <laughs> Don't throw a Pokeball at me. I, I definitely would jump out. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my man? No, 94%? Really? It's killing it, man. It's killing nice. it. And, uh, you know, Michael Roman, who runs the Everything Always account on YouTube, Uh, He got, you know, he went to the pre-screener and he saw the first four episodes without spoiling it. He flat out said, you know, this is one of the best things I've seen. So I'm really hyped. I didn't expect this type of, you know, this type of outcome, this type of, you know, outcry, I guess, for this show. But, uh, you know, I keep reading it's funny and there are people really, you know, pushing the thread on this one. I, I think. 
what it really comes down to is the world building for me. Like I was saying, you know, before I, I brought you on, I mean, really what it is, is the world building, because if they're able to start building up the street level, you know, Marvel, you know, folks, um, I think this is going to add layers to the MCU that we simply, I'm not going to say we've needed, I'm not going to say we've needed anything because they they just continue to to add stuff to the table, but stuff that definitely help bring the MCU to life even more than it already is. And that's saying a lot. It, it, it's they want to. It's this is the stuff that's going to, and that it's going to sound funny, but ground the kind of stuff that we are we've seen in the past with the Thor movie and all that stuff and the way that's going. So now th- these kind of stuff is trying to to put them back in that grounded area to where we're we're kind of going away from like they 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 got different sections that they're wanting to do going from one section with the multiverses and all this stuff and then the other section where you go to space and then you got this section where it's going to be the grounded um kind of section of the MCU and hopefully that some of these shows start piecing everything together so we piece all all of it kind of in one big gigantic put a bow on all of it sort of speak yeah no i i and i agree with that and you know i think um you know, one thing that is important here that we get it out is it's supposedly nine episodes um, as Julio dropped below. I do like that format. Um, 30 minutes. So, you know, sitcom length. I, I definitely don't have an issue with that. Um, nope. Let's see. Dr. Dingus, I wonder if She-Hulk has a bigger part in the multiverse saga. I would imagine it does because they don't do anything that doesn't have, you know, a reaction or doesn't you know, have any sort of continuity with what is going on. Uh, so their plans obviously have to involve She-Hulk coming in this order, coming now instead of later. Um, let's see. Mark Ruffalo also said he would like to play. Okay, this is cool. I don't know if you saw this. Mark Ruffalo said he wanted to play the Hulk as long as they want him to. And he also would love to do a Planet Hulk film, which honestly leads me to the conversation I was having with my friend uh, earlier today that, hey, hear me out when I say this, and this is what he was telling me. He's like, I don't think they've done anything Hulk yet because they're trying to get that whole Universal Studios, 20th Century Fox, whatever, they're trying to get that whole thing figured out uh, before they they come out with another film. So he's thinking that the next film is going to be, you know, aggressive, what the Hulk should be, and he thinks people need to kind of you know, calm down a little bit because Hulk is coming. What do you think? I I know they haven't done that because of the universal thing. Um, and I, I, we, we even talked about it. I said the only way we, I think we get that aggressive, badass Hulk that we want is if you do the World War Hulk. And that's that's the only way we're going to get it. Or you do some storyline where he just he leaves everything behind, goes out there, and then we see somebody have to go hunting or something like that, and or something bad happens to where it wasn't necessarily the Hulk's fault, but it does something to where it affects his 
being a hero status and he has to go into hiding or something. We just want Hulk. We don't want this version of Hulk anymore. Like, Professor Hulk, cool, everything like that, but no one really wants it anymore. Like, it, it, it's cool. It gives them a little bit of range they're able to use it with, especially for this series. But after this series, I kind of don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely am with you there. I, I don't need to see it this long. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this show because it's going to be what this show is supposed to be, right? Um, you know, I think it makes sense. Uh, also, just want to give a shout out to Ricky. I noticed uh, he said, what's going on? What's up, Ricky? Uh, Planet Hulk would have been good to have before Thor Ragnarok. That I kind of agree with. Uh, that oh, would yeah. have been a nice time to put it. But once again, it's the whole, and whether we agree with it or not, I know you and I, Kevin, probably think it, it's pretty stupid. But uh, that is what happens when you have contractual rights and obligations. Uh, yep. <laughs> sometimes you have to change your timeline uh, for the betterment of that, which is really obnoxious. But, you know, I guess is what it is. Now, interestingly enough, and sticking with this this topic, um, the director of She-Hulk, the showrunner, came out and said they want Spider-Man. And Whoa. the yeah, the interesting thing before you you lose your mind, they didn't get him. <laughs> no. uh, but uh, you know, it was interesting to me because they didn't get him, and then. You know, Kevin Feige basically told them we got bigger plans or we got other plans. And it's like, obviously, yeah, they're going to say something like that. But I just think it's I applaud the showrunner for trying to do the impossible because getting Spider-Man on Disney Plus has never happened. And they, I mean, I'm not going to say they almost achieved it, but, you know, at least they went out and tried to. Dog was like, dog was like, if I'm doing this, I'm going to go big. I'm going to go as big as I can. Hey, can I get Spider-Man? Look here, dude. Best we can do is Daredevil. Uh, <laughs> so, so maybe some other people, but that's that's about as best we're going to do. Don't uh, I, we, we commend you for going after Spider-Man, but not nah, What about Bullseye? What's up, Jordan? Jordan, Jordan coming out of nowhere with the Bullseye. I like the Bullseye. I, love I mean, nobody would expect that. Yeah, I mean, I, think, I, I'm here for it. I think nobody's going to expect a lot of things we're going to see out of this TV show. So, I heard that it's supposed to change the like the course of the show is supposed to change in tone and what was the word that was used to describe it? Uh, the stakes. Right around episode four or five. Ooh. So I'm curious because this is an origin story for another character who I think is going to have a pretty big role in the MCU. Here's the here's the weird thing that I read on it. I read some I read somebody's review of the episode and they said that it not only does the the Hulk, the She-Hulk, but it also is going to go into more of the Hulk genealogy. So we're going to get more 
Hulks. Maybe we get we get more more Hulklings running around. Maybe per se that they're going to go deep into the Hulk lineage. I did maybe. hear about that. So that 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 I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to a lot that's coming out of this show. And I and and I read that they said the CGI looks good. It looks like they gave her makeup and she looks a lot better. Yeah, because I think really, you know, people were, you know, obviously losing their minds off the CGI, but you have to keep in mind, I mean, like, you can make adjustments to, like, you know, the show once you release a trailer. So what people forget is that a lot of times when they drop that first trailer, it's so far in advance that they're going to get that, you know, they're going to get the public opinion. And if they hear anything like that, they can go back and somewhat patch it up. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, big time. <laughs> yeah, big time Sonic the Hedgehog. I and everybody think... should everybody should know better. They use Instagram filters and all that other crap. They should know instantly. You can hit a button and make yourself look better. It's true. Oh, I'm also going to add, they, they should probably tease Ghost Rider. Oh, 100%. I think they're doing something like that because the uh, the showrunner spoke on the Donnie Blaze, and she said it's not Ghost Rider, but and then just left it at that. Anytime so, you use the word "but," yeah, <laughs> it's not Ghost Rider, but Kevin Feige has a reticle on my temple right now. Uh, so <laughs> we know the Kevin Feige snipers. It's like people, anytime anybody says but after something, like like somebody goes, I'm not racist, but, oh, okay, uh, then you just confirmed it with your butt. So I'm not even, yeah. Anytime I was told anybody uses but erases the beginning of your sentence. Exactly. But anytime you say but, it just transfers over, over, what you just said prior to that. And I'm sure we're all guilty of using that, but that <laughs> that's, uh, but, but we're yeah. Not. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> cause I, I say that because I have a list of ideas and that is once one of them. So I'm going to ask you, Jordan, are, are you looking forward to uh she Hulk? Yeah. On a level of looking forward to it, like all of the Disney Plus shows, where would you rank it among all of them? Is it in the top tiers, in the bottom tiers, in the mid tier? Uh, mid tier. I think that's that's fair. I definitely, I definitely think that's going to be where most people are on this because I I don't think, you know, I think that a lot of the part is it's so different. Right, it's another one of those really, really different shows that traditional MCU fans are probably going to maybe even write off before they watch it. Um, you know, but I, I think the cameos. See, I think that's the thing. I might have been in that boat, but when I found out that Daredevil was going to be in it, then I started to think. You know, Jessica Jones has been rumored to be in this thing for two years. So you have Jessica Jones, you have Daredevil. All of a sudden. Maybe you're bringing back the Defenders. You know, you mentioned, you know, Ghost Rider. 
I think this is an opportunity to do that because, you know, she's a defendant of those, you know, those heroes, essentially. So, you know, Johnny Blaze could show up. Um, you know, I think it's a it's a good opportunity to branch out to other characters. And I think it's also a really good opportunity to, to introduce, you know, Fantastic Four members or even X-Men, you know, even the lower tier X-Men uh, to, you know, the universe. Just mutant oh, them. Don't yeah, don't call them X Men. Just mutant them because it, 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 it's the mutants. Just everybody. No, stop no, using no, X-Men. no, no. Kevin Feige doesn't have that problem. He has an inhuman problem. No, you got you got to everybody. Just stop using X Men right now because they're not coming for a while. Everybody, if they come out, they're going to be mutants. Just mutants. That's it. No X Men no, no, yet. No, I'm, I'm telling you. There's an inhuman problem. It's going to be, well, that's an inhuman. No, mutant. Nope, yeah. just mutants. You're, you're right about that, Jordan. What I think they're going to do, and uh, Kevin and I touched base on this, you know, last time, is that, um, you know, when it comes to the inhumans, the, the thing that a lot of people don't know is the inhumans, the whole point of them was when they lost rights to the X-Men. So mm-hmm. the inhumans... We're basically just trying to do the same thing, but calling them different and having a different origin story. So now I definitely think we're talking about uh, a Miss Marvel being a X-Men mutant character, in my opinion. I don't think that they're going to bother with the Inhumans. That doesn't mean that at some point they don't bring back Anson Mount. They don't have Black Bolt, but I don't think he'll be considered an Inhuman. I think he'll be considered a mutant, if that makes sense. And in Quake is rumored to come back. And yeah, Wait, I read? thought that was confirmed, though. Yeah. Quake Quake has been... They've been saying that she's going to be coming back. Let's see. Um, Which I'm on. What I'm curious about is if Doctor Doom gets mentioned at all in the show because he used energy from Alien Storm to give Titania her power... Titania and Doctor Doom first met in Secret Wars. Maybe the shows and movies going forward have some ties with Doctor Doom. Good, good uh, looking out there, uh, Doctor Dingus. I, uh, I don't think so. I think they're probably going to recreate her backstory. Um, man, I gotta tell you, I think Jamila Jamil was really good in uh, the Good Place as a I good guy, if you will or I don't know, anti here. I don't even know what you would call her, but I think it's funny because I feel like she's going to fit well as a bad guy. Yeah, me I too. Think, I think, I think, I think, I think she can sway that way into a, a, into a bad guy role pretty well. Plus this is a kind of a, this is mostly, they're saying that this is a very comedy driven show. So even as a bad guy, she's able to still use some of her uh, some of her comedy licks in it as well. So yeah, I think I think she'll fit she'll fit very well. Yeah, and you know, funny enough, um, Tatiana Maslany opened up about how she didn't get the part to be the uh, you know the love interest of Deadpool. So you know now she's She Hulk and. She's really she loved this role, and it, from what it sounds like, is she's going to have a you know a future moving forward. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this show. Um, I'm going to switch gears here and bring up David Tennant, 
uh, as part of this show now. Um, you know, his thoughts, you know, reprising the role as Kilgrave. So I want to talk to you guys and whoever wants to drop, you know, in the comment section, whoever wants to call in um, with Kilgrave. Obviously, you know, fantastic villain if you guys watched the Jessica Jones series. Um, and David Tennant said he 100% wants to come back to the MCU. But he made a very, very interesting and very intelligent point. Where does the line end? Where does it end for the MCU with Kilgrave? Because Kilgrave can literally become the most powerful thing ever if they're not careful with how they use it. You have to use him... You have to use him in spurts. You know what I mean? You can't... He's not one of those villains you want to use all at once. Like, you need to use him over here to manipulate, over here to manipulate, over here to manipulate, over here... Just, like, use him as a... Use him as a kind of a uh, a battery to start off stuff. You know what I mean? Use him as kind of the the fuel to light a fire. And just not kill it all at once, but have him kind of in the background. As just that he's playing this role. Kind of, sort of, to, to move the plot forward. And then once you get it to a certain point, then you can really unleash him upon everybody because you're going to want him you're going to want him as a villain for a group you know what i mean you he he's got to be one of those guys that you can use or one of those one of those villains that you can use as a group having to go after him because he's manipulated so many people that you need more than just one person to go and try to handle this kind of stuff Jordan, what do you think? I I was just about to send you an idea. So hold on. Because I, I think when it comes to Kilgrave, um, he's absolutely right. If you go too crazy, I mean, Kilgrave could take down Thanos. You know, I mean, that's, that's the type of, you know, stuff we're talking about. So, you can't have him too powerful, but at the same time, you don't want to make him not powerful at all, because then he, like, what's the point of him being a villain? Um, yeah, I'd love David Tennant in the MCU. I thought he was absolutely amazing in Jessica Jones. And I think really, when you watch Jessica Jones the first season, you know, you don't, you don't really know what to expect, and then Kilgrave comes out, and just the performance that, you know, he puts on uh, you know, it's really impressive. And so, you know, I definitely think um, they they definitely should bring him back if Jessica Jones is coming back, which it really sounds like it's all but, you know, confirmed at this point. But, you know, an, one thing I'll put my, my uh, name in a hat for is bringing back Malcolm Ducasse. I really liked his development as a character. And uh, I, I hope he joins, you know, with Jessica Jones, just like I hope. You know, Karen Page and, uh, you know, um, totally forgetting his name, but you, you know who I'm talking about with Daredevil. I hope they come back as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Um, okay, I'm what back. Did, what up, Jordan? 
Um, they should bring back all of the Jessica Jones characters. Um, hundred percent. Luke Cage. And yes. Deadpool. Now the only one they should probably, probably, and this is controversial, Iron Fist. They should probably try to change him. Well, I think that's what they're doing. Um, because I, I actually, I'm. I think the more controversial point is any anybody that likes him. I think is more controversial. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I actually like Finn Jones. Um, so I'm kind of bummed, but I, I've already accepted it. Right, I've accepted the fact that I think they're going to recast it. Whatever. Um, I'd make the argument that they should not recast it. If you know, if I had to live with the idea that Finn Jones is gone, I can do that. But I think Jessica, Jessica Henwick, the female, uh, you know, version of that, I think she should be the new Iron Fist. And see, I don't think they should bring him back in the TV show at all or anything like that. I think they should use him in the. Uh, in because the, I, uh, I'm on. I'm on the opinion of should probably kill him off. They could. They could absolutely do that and have Jessica Henwick take over. Man, y'all really don't like that guy. <laughs> I mean, I love him. I, I love. Danny I was like, Ram. put him I on think... the uh, on the Thunderbolts, and then somehow, some way, he gets killed. Yeah, man, you just can't... oh my goodness, <laughs> he's just Ned. like he's just like death to this dude. No, <laughs> I mean, hey, man, we all have our creative opinions, which is why I wanted to do this show so bad, and I love being able to do the show because everyone just has such great ideas and everything, and. You know, we all have different ways that we, you know, kind of, you know, take news and and just, you know, basically digest different, you know, works of art, essentially, uh, from this series. So I I don't think you're you're wrong in thinking that I, I like the ideas uh, would love Deadpool to show up that that would be really cool if Deadpool showed up in. Uh, in oh, She-Hulk. yeah. That'd I think be amazing. That, that would I I mean. I, I don't know. That would be like way bigger than Mandalorian showing up in Boba Fett. And that was kind of a big deal that that really brought the show to life. If you look at the numbers, the viewership ratings and everything from, you know, episode four and six, four through six, which is when Mando shows up, went through the roof. Um, you know, sometimes you need those cameos to kind of breathe life into, uh, you know, the, into the actual project. She is doing some fourth wall breaking during the show too, so yeah, it's true. Well, uh, what I'll, what I'll say is, is this: um, speaking of Star Wars, Ewan McGregor was recently asked his thoughts on joining the MCU, and he said that is not something he would be interested in. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Is that a bummer? Do you think Ewan McGregor had? a good rollout there? Do you think he could change his mind? Like, and, and honestly, is there anything there that like right now, if you were the boss and you're like, no, you and you're going to be in the MCU and you're going to be this, who would that be? Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bummer because he's like, look, I'm already dealing with you crazy ass Star Wars fan people. I don't want yep. to deal with crazy ass Marvel fans too. I've already got enough crazy Disney people on my on my list right now that I've got to deal with. I don't want to do any more characters that isn't going to involve craziness. Plus, I still just think he's got enough on his plate when it comes to he's going to be doing some more Obi Wan stuff. So, I think he's just got 
they just they just got that on his plate. But if I was to snatch him up right now to put him in somewhere in the MCU, I just don't know where I'd put him. Like they they got plenty of characters, but I'm like I don't have a definitive thing to say. Okay, yes, I need you and McGregor to play this guy right now. I just I. I I, I I don't see that one spot to where I would put him in it. Yeah, you know, nothing comes off the top of my head. Like, you know, then I'd have to kind of press. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd, I'd have to press to find something that makes sense for him. And and at that point, you've already done too much. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. He's Obi-Wan. I mean, He's Obi-Wan. Let him have Obi-Wan. Let him, let him go with that. Let him have to deal with the Star Wars people. Now, I think uh, Hayden Christensen could have a role at some point down the road. I would not rule that out. Um, as he's kind of brought himself back to the mainstream again, you know, the whole thing is think- now with, with Disney, I think there's going to be a lot of crossover Star Wars Marvel people. I just think with him, though, that he doesn't want to get back in that in that life, you know what I mean? The good part with him being in the Obi-Wan show and being Vader and everything is a lot of the times he's in a suit. Like, they did a few scenes with him not in a suit, but he's in the Vader suit. He ain't gotta he ain't gotta worry about being out there out there, and I just think I think a lot of the stuff with him was after the after the prequels, he was like yeah, I, I don't mind not being in the limelight anymore. Like, and it was it was weird seeing him come back the way he did just because everybody wanted him to come back. But I think he just came back, wanted to do that, and he's good with what he's doing. I don't know if he wants to be thrust back into a big limelight. That would definitely be a, a Marvel character. Yeah. No, and I, uh, I gotta shift gears now and talk about something that is potentially massive. Um, so, with everything going on in the Sony verse, people are left wondering, you know, how does this connect to the MCU? Do they have a plan? What the hell is the deal? And if you guys haven't been following, well, the Sony verse became a little interesting, and, and here's why. Because Madam Web is now rumored to have a new reboot for Spider-Man. The reason this is interesting is because I believe what they're doing is waving the white flag, letting Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios share Tom Holland, but not allowing him to ever go to the Sony Spider-Verse. And I think they're going to create their own Spider-Man. The brand new one that has no connection to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I like this move. Because here's the reason I think this. Madam Web, I think, is going to be a really good movie. Kevin Feige's part of it. Um, You know, it's got, uh, you know, what's her face? Um, I totally forgot her name. Emma Roberts, who's playing Mary Parker. Okay? So Emma Roberts is playing Mary Parker. We have not seen Mary Parker you know, on the big screen. I, I think we might have actually in the amazing Spider-Man in a flashback. Yeah, but before yeah, the flashback scene before they died, yes. So Mary Parker is going to have a role 
uh, being played by her. And she, in the movie, will be pregnant with Peter Parker. Oh. So, you have Julia Carpenter, played by Cindy Sweeney. You know, you have all that going on, right? Adam Scott is going to be in it. Um, There was rumors that he was going to be the Spider-Man. There was going to be a time jump. I don't see that. Because if there's going to be another Spider-Man, they're going to go with more of a youthful one. Um, yeah. Not saying Adam Scott looks like an old man, because he doesn't, but I, that wouldn't make any sense. So, I think that's what they're doing. And I think, in a way, it's not really a reboot, because it adds on to what they're doing with the, you know, the Marvel villains. I think this whole time, this was an elaborate plan to basically wave the white flag, admit to Sony they were right, Tom Holland Spider-Man stays in the MCU while Sony also gets, you know, share of the profits, gets to work on it, all of that. Yeah. Uh, but they want they their get own a Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it makes a lot of sense because nowadays, you know, you have the multiverse, you have all these different timelines going on. I actually love this and I'm excited for it. And I think Madam Web is going to absolutely kill. I think it's going to be a great movie, and I think a, a big reason for that is because there is a direction for this thing to go. There's a lot of you know story building, storytelling, world building that they can do in this particular movie, and Feige is a part of this, and that gets me excited. So that's part of their arrangement is that when they want Kevin Feige as long as time permits, they have Kevin Feige. He, he does have a good relationship with Sony Studios, and I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the, the movie to come out next year. I believe it's mid-2023, um, and I think there's a lot of potential here to you know put together a whole new Spider-Man. And also, keep this in mind, it is confirmed, already confirmed, that Tom Holland will be in the next trilogy. Not one of the movies, the whole next trilogy. We're also going to get Tom Holland in the two Avengers movies, the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. So if you're a Tom Holland Spider-Man fan, man, you're getting five movies with him in it, maybe even another crossover, because there is rumors that the Captain America movie could be a crossover, um, as well as the Fantastic Four could be a crossover with just Spider-Man. So there's a lot of potential here for this character and I think that's honestly why Tom Holland is taking a, a mental break right now because oh god, this yeah, guy, he needs it. <laughs> he he's doing everything. Like yeah, he needs a break. I mean, that dude has earned it. My God, how many movies came out last year that he was in? I mean, come on. So twenty two. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. I'm curious, Kevin and Jordan, your thoughts because uh, that got me giddy. Uh, I understand this is the MCU edge and not the sony edge uh god i would not want a sony edge but uh but mcu edge Edge, i definitely think has to do with the sony universe as well because we've already seen it kind of cross over but yeah what are your thoughts uh guys on this whole thing yeah anything that crosses over into one thing or another it's it it has everything to do with it so uh yeah if they if they bring in their own spider-man that'll be what four guys that will have 
that you can just randomly show up in places and be Spider-Man. So, yeah, I, I, I like the idea of giving them back their own guy so they can put him in the movies against Venom and if they do another Venom, if they do anything, because we already seen that crossover, too. They're getting their own Spider-Man. The MCU is going to be getting their own Venom. So yeah, it's, you've got you've got these crossovers and stuff that are that are happening. So yeah, that that'll be pretty cool because we already know, like I said, Venom's going to show up in the MCU as a different version. So them having a different version of Spider-Man, yeah, that's fine. Go get it. I agree, Jordan. What do you think? You're on mute, just in case you didn't know. Um, all right. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm. Uh, I, I could see how there is an issue with this because I think people are gonna have an issue with. Man, really, there are four Spider-Man, all Peter Parker, and we didn't get Miles Morales. So I could totally understand. And mm-hmm. honestly, this does. And, and let me play devil's advocate here for Sony, because. I'll say this, Kevin, you have Miles Morales absolutely thriving and into the Spider-Verse and potentially, you know, the upcoming across the Spider-Verse. You have Miles Morales thriving in the video games. Okay, Mm -hmm. Miles Morales Spider-Man game was amazing. Why would you not want to capitalize on that character that clearly it's not a race thing? Literally, everyone likes Miles Morales. Because I think. I don't think I think I think Kevin Feige wants to use Miles over on this side and he's trying to keep it away from them bringing it over there on that side so they don't ruin it, you know what I mean? Because I think everything that's definitely fair. A lot of Sony stuff has gotten ruined. He's like, "Look, let me get Miles first over this way. I've done a good job with him in the cartoon." I don't trust you when it comes to live action stuff. Let me get him over here first because we already have gotten the tease from him in the Spider-Man movies and everything else. And we got it in the last Spider-Man movie. I thought you was a black spider. There's got to be. We got the we got the tease for it. With Electro yeah, I mean, going, there's got to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. We've got we've got the tease for it already. They're gonna. They want to put it in the MCU before they put it over in the Sony stuff. And I, I think that's smart. Um, but it just feels weird that you know neither of them have really capitalized on it yet. I mean, I mean, this is this is the time. I mean, I saw. Yes. You, you want to talk about something that makes no sense? I've actually been seeing that Star Wars game, uh, Fallen Order, and then Jedi Survivors coming out with Cameron Modigan playing the character, like mo-capping and everything. And I've seen these rumors that I'm hoping aren't true about the idea that he is going to be recast in the Disney Plus series. Talk about dropping the ball if that's the case. You literally have it set up. You have the, the perfect guy who's playing and, you know, basically voicing over and using the mo-cap already has the face associated with the character Cal Kestis, that would be a complete disservice to the fan base if you're like, yeah, you know what we're going to do, even though all of you love this, we're going to recast him. Yeah, 
But you know how they are. You know how they are with Star Wars stuff. They love pissing people off. It's true, but that would be like on purpose at that point. Like, and that's yeah, kind love- of like my thought process is like you're not striking while the iron's hot if you do that. And I still don't think like you're not striking while the iron's hot if you're not getting Miles Morales in the live action within the next couple of years. You know, so that needs to be done because Miles Morales, by the way, will be in the next Spider-Man game. They are. Uh, they're teaming up in the next Spider-Man game uh, in 2023. I don't know when it's coming out. I think it's going to be around summer. Because um, funny think... enough, Venom is going to be in that. So oh, nice. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, but, I saw it, yeah. It makes me wonder, though, because they're not connected to the MCU, obviously. But no. the Spider... Like, some of the things that have been in the Spider-Man game have been <laughs> the MCU movies. And, you know, you talk about it and you're like, obviously it's a completely different story. It's entirely original. But hear me out when I say this, because you have Feast. All of a sudden, Feast starts showing up right after the game, right? So you have the Feast. You have the, uh, you know, interactions, Miles Morales, you know, Aaron Davis, all that, right? You have uh, Kingpin. Now Kingpin's in the MCU, right? You got the the Sinister Six combination. Now it's different, right? But they're yeah. still doing that type of rendition, you know, in uh, in the MCU. So it's really intriguing the way some of the we things need, start to kind of line up. We need the cat from the, the Miles Anya, game. Anya we need Taylor Spider Joy. Cat. Yep, we need we need Spider Cat. No, we need oh, the cat, the physical oh, cat. I was talking about black cat, but no, we need the physical cat that he threw out of his backpack that jumps in the tax villains. We need the cat cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think when you know you look at, and I'll say this with the multiverse, I would rule out them bringing the video game to the MCU. Well, see, I think. Here's what I think with the video games. I think the video game guys end up showing up in like the Spider-Verse cartoon and stuff like that. Like you'll get the Insomniac video game Spider-Man show up in that suit. You'll get the different versions of like there'll be a different version of Miles come up. That's different than the one they got in there. What they're banking on with Miles, I think for the MCU purposes is that the Into the Spider-Verse stuff keeps him relevant enough until they find that way to whammo, we're going to throw him in this movie and no one's going to expect it. And then Miles comes shooting into one of the Spider-Man movies, maybe the next one. Or when they have like a big team-up thing, then bam, here comes Miles. But I think they're, I think, I think, I think the MCU is like, look, They've got Miles on the forefront over there because they're using him in this cartoon. So he's still fresh on everybody's mind. So they're still able to to market it off of that. And then, bam, when they find that time and who they want to play him and everything, bam, then they throw him in. I think that, yeah, that definitely makes sense. We'll, uh, we'll see in that regard. I, I definitely... It's something that's on my mind because, you know, I think with the video game, they can do a lot with that. Um, you know, And like I, I mentioned, I, I know Insomniac is not in any way connected to Marvel Studios. But 
I will say that the Marvel Studios, uh, you know, Disney they, Game Expo is confirmed at D23. Uh, I think it's September 8th. So. Yeah, it's coming up fast. Yeah, that, that is flying. I mean, everything is flying by. I I heard we might get some, some information on Spider-Man uh, for... Yeah, you will. You'll get you'll, you'll get in everything that everybody thought you were going to get info or Comic Con. No, no, no. Disney saves all the good stuff for their thing. They're like, here, Comic Con, you can get this stuff. We're saving all the good crap for us when we have our little thing because that keeps them in the that keeps them in the uh, news whenever they can do it on their own. It does. It, it absolutely they don't have does. To, so. They don't have to compete with nobody when it's their own thing. Comic-Con, you had to compete with everybody. There, you're like, oh, this is all our stuff, so this is what we're doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just think that there's there's a lot to get excited about in regards to, you know, this, this universe, essentially, because there's the possibilities are really endless. Um, oh, yeah. By the, by the way, I wanted to touch on um, Giancarlo Esposito. Because we we touched on it last week, how you know he you know wanted to be Professor X, but it has now come out that that is not what he met with Marvel Studios about. He met with Marvel Studios about being a unknown character in Loki season two. Oh wow, Mephisto! So, oh, so I wonder who who the hell that's going to be. You don't bring in pointing. an actor on that level for a, a cameo scene or a minor scene. I told Look, he has the demeanor. Did you watch Better Call Saul? I didn't, but I've seen highlights of him. I saw that one dude. scene where he stabbed that guy to death. Uh, dude, dude, he has... Like, he's brutal. You saw him in Break. Did you watch Breaking Bad as well? I haven't watched it all the way through yet, but okay. I've seen parts of it. He, I, I know he, the extent yeah, of where this guy will go. Yeah, he's if if he can play that kind of villain that is so calm, cool, and like you like him, but you you're not supposed to. But like you're like, oh, this guy isn't bad at all. No, what did he just do? Like he's one of those bad guys, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like he's like that 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 cool Bond villain almost. But you're not supposed to like him. But you're like, I like this guy, and then he does something. You're just like, oh shit, I didn't know he was going to do that. But he he's, he's just really good at playing the villain, which is why I didn't really. It's not to say that he couldn't be Professor X, but, you know, he'd probably be a better Magneto at that point. Yeah, but I would, uh, like, I would put him as one of those, he could be one of those devil-type figures. You know what I mean? How they always try to use, how they always try to use somebody that's like that, that's just calm and cool and can manipulate. He would be perfect for one of those type figures. I'm just saying. I'm not saying not, you're wrong. Yep, not using that name. 
because people have already tried to say that she Hulk, she Hulk is setting up for him as well. Okay, he's been they've been setting him up for how many TV shows apparently? Yeah, and then uh, we got some more news. Well, it's I don't know how much news it's really, but the director of What If, Brian Edwards, uh, sorry Brian Andrews, came out and said. What if we'll slowly get a little bit wilder in season two and just go even wackier in season three? So I love it. I think this series has so much potential. I hope they stick with it. Oh, there's you a good one. Uh, Geek Odyssey put up Marvel wants uh, Esposito to play Mephisto. Who said that? Some one of these websites. Yeah, see, my issue is that I don't think Mephisto is ever going to happen because there are a lot of countries out there that will ban, and Marvel gets banned a lot, like China and whatnot, but Marvel needs that international money. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those countries will ban any usage of the devil. Yep. So I, I don't see it ever happening. But it's a TV show. So some of those yeah, countries I, don't even get Disney Plus. Yeah, I just don't see them using um, him at any point. But nightmare, Dwayne. The, uh, the one, the one bad guy I do want him to use that comes from that round is Blackheart. That would be interesting. Like Blackheart has always been one of those characters that I'm like, he only got used. He, once and it was terrible. I was like, use him the right way, please, so I can appreciate him better. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I previously mentioned Tatiana Maslani was uh in the running for the um the love interest for Deadpool. That was inaccurate. I meant to say Venom. I got confused for whatever reason because we were talking about Deadpool. So but uh Titania, there's rumors that she is going to be in the Thunderbolts now. So that would be uh that would be interesting the way that all of a sudden connects. The Thunderbolts is gonna be like the Suicide Squad. They're gonna have like five million people on it. I think it's gonna be great. They're gonna have a bunch. I now, can't wait either. Now not a not a ton going on. Obviously we kinda we kinda ripped through a lot. And since we don't have Nolan on, this will not be going another three hours. So, uh, <laughs> so Kevin, uh, final <laughs> thoughts as we wrap this thing up. No, I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'll probably wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh shit, it's on, and then I'll put uh, put She Hulk on. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to looking forward to see to where this one goes. If anybody hasn't had the chance, uh, the I Am Groot little things were actually pretty cute. I watched all of them after I got off with you last time. I went and just buzzed through all of them real fast. They were all like five to six minutes long. They were actually pretty cute. So uh, the I Am Groot stuff was, I'm like, they made this out to be this big, gigantic thing. And it was literally five episodes that were six minutes long. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I watched it as well. I thought it was uh, cool. A really nice uh, 
nice CGI. That, you know, it showed the uh, the VFX and what they can do with it. I thought they did a really nice job. Rocket, Rocket even looked amazing on it. I was like, dang. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, y'all, y'all made him look like he was right off the movie movie. But, yeah, it was exactly. it was cute. It was cute. I enjoyed it for what it, it it was good for what it was. If kids want to watch a little baby group run around, then there you go. You can have at it. But um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 looking forward. I'm looking forward to She Hulk. Uh, we got another what a couple of months before we get to uh, get to Black Panther. Uh, so uh, so yeah, we got we're we're in the we're in the low season. We're in that season that. Is between some of the baseball and, and football to where we're all like, well, what the hell are we going to talk about? And then football yeah. starts kicking back up. So and then, then we get finally got starting something to talk about. That's true. So I think that's going to do it next week. We'll be talking about She-Hulk. So everyone make sure you watch it because, uh, you know, there will be spoilers. I'll, I'll post it ahead of time, of course, that there'll be spoilers. We will, we will spoil <laughs> The hell out of it. <laughs> hey, do you know if we're only getting one episode or are we getting multiple? We're getting one. We're getting one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we get, yeah we're, we're getting, getting one. one. We're getting one per week. I'm like, just, I'm like, just start, y'all need to start going back to the old ways of doing things and releasing everything at once. I agree with that. But I think they, they are doing it entirely. And this is what I found out is that Disney Plus does not want people spoiling all of it. And there are people yeah, like true. me that would yeah. watch the entire thing. There are also and people like me, it. but then aren't like me that would watch the entire thing and spoil it. Oh, so, yeah. You know, so it's like you have, you know, yeah, you're going to watch the whole thing, but there are going to be people that spoil it to the point where it wouldn't even be like, you know, you wouldn't even be able to go and watch it and enjoy yeah, it. Exactly. So, you go so, on yeah. Twitter for two seconds and it's already spoiled for you. Yep. Oh, God. That's the worst. Jordan, Kevin, appreciate you guys uh, participating, as well as uh, Julio, Dr. Dingus, Ricky, Roy. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, We'll be back same time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time next week. We'll be talking more about She-Hulk, and I imagine uh, other Marvel stuff will come out. But until next time, you guys take care, and we'll see you guys soon. Take it easy.